This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flippers who who are obviously mentally ill. You want to be my wife? Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick. <laughs> is going on and welcome to take on a world with johnny john who john t john the famous john who are you i haven't seen you in so long yeah you thought that uh, i disappeared off the face of the earth and mike d um it has been quite some time before we since we sat down and and we're able to tape together yeah i was Uh, in a mental hospital let's go back and touch on (laughs) (laughs) yeah Let's go back and touch on some of the stuff that happened. The reason why it's been so long is you went to Colorado on your elk hunt this year. Yep, you left me on my own, which is fine. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fine. I wanted to go. Uh, yeah, so it's just, you know, a lot of life stuff going on, and sometimes we can't make it up to record. And Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. Talk about your elk hunt. Oh, my elk hunt. Yeah. Fucking great, man. Uh... Although you know, I, when I got off the plane and I got, I got in, I, I didn't feel right, man. I, I felt, it's because I wasn't there. I felt run down, and I actually felt like I was coming down with something. And uh, you missed me. And uh, it was separation anxiety. But uh, then my, I think my dad got a touch of maybe what I had. It's always weird. So it was a slow start, and um, needless to say, uh, we ran into a ton of stuff. And uh, I helped the dude shoot a moose. Um, well, actually, I kind of like pointed him in the right direction. Yeah, so the guy filled his moose tag. We didn't see any bull elk. And um, yeah, it's just, they're so hard to hunt, man. It's, it's. It, well, you it's sent just, me a picture with the moose, right? I did, yeah. yeah. I still have the pictures of the moose. It's a pretty big moose. I'm not really sure how they score them, but I, uh-oh. It's okay. I would say it's probably, you know, it wasn't a huge monster, but it was pretty dang big. So we helped the guy butcher it and haul it out of the woods. I mean, I, me and my dad pretty much hauled the chunks out while he, because it was like the middle of the night. He had a, a lamp in the woods. And uh, he actually had a baby stroller, like a, a jogging <laughs> baby stroller. And my dad That's had funny. his car. Yeah. That thing worked great, man. Did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we just threw the freaking meat in the in the baby stroller and hiked it up the woods and in and out into his truck. Uh, and then uh, it's just beautiful, man. It was super warm too. I think that was the that was the other issue. Yeah, but moose. I saw so many moose up there. Like, I don't know what the heck's going on. We talked to the game warden and he said that that part, that GMU is uh, the prime spot. For big moose in Colorado, uh, and that's where we were hunting. Yep, because we, I saw the two moose the the yeah. year we were out. Yeah, and I I never saw a moose up there. Well, I say once, but that was at uh, that one lake we went. I don't know. Those moose scared the shit out of me when I came when I came Dude, up. Dude, they don't care. It's no, almost they don't. like it, it's almost like uh, 
too easy, I would say, because <clears throat> uh, the first night we were there, was just a, a moose, uh, a cow moose came in with her calf and just plopped down like 60 yards from us in our camp, and we're like banging pots and pans, and this thing's like, mm, I don't care. Fuck you, I'm yeah, laying here. Well, we had them coming across the road. Um, <clears throat> everything it was crazy, man. But uh, the one thing you got to take into consideration is that, you know, if they decide to turn on you. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's what they told us in Alaska when we were up there. They yeah, just you said, better look out because they'll you kill you real quick. stay away from them motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, they're so big. They're so freaking big. And actually, the guy that shot the moose that we were with, uh, it was the week prior to that, his buddy got mauled by a moose in the same area. Oh, Jesus. And... Yeah, the game warden showed pictures of the moose. Thing was huge, and it had its velvet was all torn up, and it looked like it looked like it had guts hanging off of its off of its antlers. And I always think those are the best pictures. Yeah, and yeah. the thing was a monster, dude, huge. And uh, but yeah, this guy he was now, out. You saw the same game warden we saw the year before, yeah. correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He asked about you too. Yeah, he's a good way. dude. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Um. Shout out, shout out to Justin out there in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And uh, super cool. I mean, he's always like, hey, you know, you can try up here. This is so. Yeah, that's what that's what he did. And then we talked about that. If if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to our, our uh, we have three episodes on our elk hunt from last year. Uh, you know, a little bit outside the wheelhouse from what we normally do. But uh, it, we just had a great time. We wanted to share it with you all. And, and we did. And go back and listen to that. Uh, and we talk about uh, Justin, and the, the game warden came down to check their licenses as they should. And yeah, I know some people get shitty about that. I'm like, dude, you're doing your job. I got no yeah, problem with that. Whatever. If you're not doing anything wrong, who cares? Right. So come check it. And so we were uh, very cordial with him. He was very cordial with us. And we started talking to him, and he's like, oh, he was giving us tips, like, hey, I see, you know, guys getting stuff over here, and I guess, yeah. And he put us, he put us in an area. Now we didn't get an elk. But we certainly did play cat and mouse with a couple. Yep. So yeah, we did, and, and that was fun. That that made yeah. that that last day of hunting. Yeah. Like, it, like I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's not. It's it's they call it hunting for a reason. Cause, yep. You know, if it's not easy, catching. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy. Everyone can do it. So you know, he he gave us some tips. And he told us to go up to that. We went actually went up to the top of the place where we were at last time. Oh, did you? We went down. We went down into that little saddle, <clears throat> or that uh, drain. I don't know what you want to call it. It's a saddle. And then we walked out there, but we went up that road and back. It's it's gnarly out there, dude. And we made it to the end of that road, and it just stops and goes into a horse trail, and goes to another mountain. Well, that's what he said. The uh, outfitters go up there with horses, and yeah, and uh, but we he, might we might have some luck down below them because they chase yeah, them down. Yeah, he told us the same thing. He goes, "Those outfitters were here two weeks ago, and they pushed them down." So he goes, "You might want to go to the end of that." But we didn't know the area, so. You know, you don't really want to. Shit, I should have given you my GPS when you went. Yeah, I, I well, thought that he... was helpful when we were out there. Yeah, um, I think my my dad has one, but uh, you know, I, I always get a little leery, especially because he likes to break off and like go a little further, and like I I, just, I don't want to get lost while I'm out there, and uh, you know, I want everything to go smooth. But you know, we didn't really scout the area, so we had no clue where to go, what to do. Uh, well, I know last the last time when we went, uh, you told me we were going, and, and I was on freaking Google Maps, like 
mentally mapping the whole area. And then we went to a completely <laughs> different area than what we, what right, we talked yeah, about. Yeah. But and that's kind of like that's why I always say like you can make a plan, but you get there and it's kind of like, oh shit, like things look different, and then you like you see something else that you might like, and you you go with that. But uh, the, uh, uh, like I say, like when we pulled into camp, there was this damn bull elk, like probably I would say maybe five hundred yards. Um, we went there the first day down by that river. Okay. And uh, there's actually, if you walk straight back behind the camp, the road's here, you walk straight back behind the camp for maybe about a mile, not very far, and you hit like a like a ridge and a cliff. You try not to hit your mic. And uh, there's that river that runs through it, but if you go towards the end, it's this fucking like straight drop off down like God knows how long. Yeah, and then fucking elk go down that. I don't think it would go down that. It was pretty steep. But okay. I think what he was on the other side, so I think he would come down, cross the river, bugle, and then go back the other way, like the other that that big one that we kept calling, and he kept coming up and down the mountain. Yeah, and that's what they do, man. They're so powerful and strong. They'll they'll circle you, they'll get downwind to you, and they'll bugle. You make a noise, they'll get downwind, and they just they outsmart you. And uh, so, so you had a good time. I had a great time, man. That's awesome. It was... Uh, your dad missed me, too, I'm sure. Your dad did. Yeah, <laughs> dad did. Yep. We got a tent that didn't leak this year. <laughs> yeah. That... Uh, I wasn't sleeping in a puddle of, of water. <laughs> and you were in a low spot, too. I was in the low spot, dude. <laughs> I, and I, but I was happy as a clam, man. I was like... Uh, even though I was like I was like stuffed in my my, my uh, sleeping bag and, and, you know, I got... I, every, I would get too hot, and I would like. Oh, I didn't get too hot that first that first night when I was sleeping on that air mattress. I had nothing underneath me. I just slept on the air mattress. That was so fucking cold. I was really? shivering, dude. Oh my god! And then you didn't drink enough whiskey. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and then the next night, your, your dad gave me something to put underneath me, and yeah. just that little bit of insulation. A little bit of insulation helped. I was I, I was fine. Yeah, I was perfect. He uh, actually bought a second cot, so I got to sleep on a cot. Wow, look at and, you. Like, dude, I could not wake up in the mornings. Like, he would get up and it, like, at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, oh, he's like, I don't feel good. He was, like, coughing and stuff and, like, didn't feel good. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just, I feel run down. I'm like, dude, I, don't, I feel the same way. And so I would say probably, like, this year was not one of our strongest hunts. We definitely did get out. Oh, the one day we were out there for eleven hours, we went out in mid morning and we sat till it got dark. And uh, <laughs> the one time I, I fucking passed out underneath a log, or next to a log, <laughs> it was it was like freezing cold. Then like the sun came out and I was like, oh. So I just like laid down and my dad came over and he's like, he's making some kind of noises and I woke up and I was like, oh, oh, oh what the. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, how the hell are you gonna see anything from down there? And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, I just totally passed out, man. <laughs> so, dude, I'm st- I still remember that first night we were out uh, the year before, and we finally got all the tents set up and everything, and I'm sleeping, and I swear to God, you're snoring, and and this is no bullshit, this is not made for television. His snoring, I thought it was a fucking bear in camp. I was afraid to open a zipper in my fucking tent. Because I thought it was a fucking bear snorting around camp. Dude, I, and I laid there for hours listening to it. Every time I, I went to open a zipper, I'd hear it again. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I get exactly what you're saying. Because I woke up the one night, and I think my dad, I'm pretty sure it was my dad, 
But I swear to God, like my mind plates, I I thought it was a fucking Yeti wood knocking, <laughs> and I would hear like like somebody off in the distance, like took a big log and they would hit a hollow tree. So you hear like, like and then I would hear it over here, and then I would hear it like over here, and I'm like, oh my god, the Yetis are coming again. Yeah, I started getting closer, and then I swear I heard it like grunting, and then as I like came out of it a little bit, I it was like my daddy was like. Like making some kind of weird noise with his mouth. I'm like, is that? I'm like, but I, I swear to Christ, I almost woke him up. I'm like, Dad, give me your gun. I'm like, like, if something's at the tent. I gotta shoot it. But uh, yeah, we we saw a fucking coyote came through our, our tent. Uh, big motherfucker too. Yeah. Hell yeah. I thought it was a wolf, but it wasn't even like I was like, making noise and then like, nothing to do with us. It just like strolled through our camp and took off. Uh, but. Yeah, man, it was just, it was awesome. I love going out there, and I I think you know as we're getting older, it's getting harder and harder, especially for my old man. Not saying he's like crippled or nothing, but you know it's to be running around the woods, walking fucking twenty miles or whatever you need to do. That's that's hard. But you're 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 younger than I am, so yeah. Like it was like I prepared myself to go out there by. By going out and hiking the hills here, and I still wasn't prepared because the hills here are nothing. It's the elevation. The, That's compa- yeah. Oh my god. The elevation takes the wind. Right well, you out remember when we were going through the, the airport? I was like, <laughs> I always do, dude. Yeah, we both were. Like, well, I took the steps, and I'm like, oh, and it's not my just god. because I'm fat. It was because <clears throat> that air is so thin. So yeah. Well, especially when you when you're not used to it, and it's, you're you're going straight from here with zero elevation. You know, the highest mountains we have here is like 200 feet. So you're. 2,000 feet. No. I don't even think. Because 2,000 yes. feet is de- technically a mountain. Yes. But I don't think we have actually any mountains here. Blue Mountain Ski Resort's like uh, 3,500 feet. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But, anyways, you're going from that to like flatlands out there is 7,000, 7,500 yeah, 7, feet. Yeah, I know. It is. It's a huge difference. Yeah. So that's just weird. You know, uh, but I'll probably go again. I think I'm going to retire my bow that I have. Uh, it needs a new string on it, and it's just old, and I want to get a new bow. So. Okay, fair enough. But I told my dad that. He's like, oh, so he's like, you want to give it one more try? He was probably like, fuck. God, hell, oh my God damn. But I know he wants me to get an elk. He's, you know, he wants to be proud. Well, I, I, I know when we were out there. Like he really wanted us to get something. Yeah, yeah. He's always been that way. Which I mean, that which was too. really cool because, yeah. like, like I said, when we went out there, he didn't know me, but he uh, tried. You know, he tried. He tried hard. We did everything we could to get one, and and, uh, and I, I, like I said, we I had fun. I had fun the whole time we we're out there. I had a great time that last two days hunting. Yeah, because we were basically playing cat and mouse with an elk. Oh yeah, then that big. Big guy. He won. He, he he won. But yeah, we well. We and had your dad those... actually saw it. It was right up above me. Yeah. So we had those two. We had that. Oh, it was like two or three days in a row that elk. Every morning at the same time, he would come in and bugle for about fifteen minutes, and then he would. And we went out and chased him down each time, but we could never figure out where the hell he was coming from. <laughs> and you know there was a goddamn river in the way too, and. My dad's like, hey, yo, can we pass that, that river? I'm like, 
you're going to get wet. He's like, fuck that. He's like, well, I'm not going to have the stuff ready for that. And then you'd have, it was a sheer, like, like fucking cliff on the other side. So there's no way. We crossed the river and you couldn't do anything. Uh, did you go to that area that was so burnt out? Did you go through there at all? Where we, where we camped the first night? The first night? night, yeah. No, we didn't. Even I'm just wondering if anything grew up yet. No, it looks the same, pretty much. Wow. Well, there's a little bit of stuff growing about, you know, maybe half a foot. Well, that's good. But, yeah, it still pretty much looks the same. So, uh, we did a beer review on a beer that I'm drinking. This is uh, Gnome Hooch by Conchahawken Brewing. Uh, check the channel out. Uh, that should be out before this, I think. So, uh, you want to check Delicious. that out. What are you drinking there, bud? I got the Evil Genius Om Nom Nom. Om Nom Nom. Where do I need to point at the banana? Om Nom Nom. I'll pick that up. It probably won't, but won't. I'm going to get a picture God, of it. It's so tiny. Blends in with your shirt, too. It's all white. It's a apple cider donut style ale. That's How a first it? for me. Fucking delicious. Is it? A very human, try. Yeah, I haven't had any yet. You're not sick, are you? No, I'm in the head. You weren't sucking nothing before you came up here? Well, you'll find out. You got something growing on your lip. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's nice and uh, apple cidery, very... I- very, I expected because uh, I smelled it. It smelled sweet, but it's yeah. not. No, it's, it's not. It's a, 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 they did a good job. Yeah, ten four. So, it's a sipper. Uh, let's talk about the deluxe edition network a little bit. Okay. So we are on the deluxe edition network, uh, commonly referred to as the Den. The Den. It's deluxe edition. Deluxe edition network dot com. Uh, you want to go there and check that out. Uh, there, it, it just keeps growing and growing, and there's some great podcasts on there. You have tons of information. Uh, you know, you have all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, what you'd see, monsters from any kind of topic you can think of. Yeah, like th- to get your fill, get your late night fill from the DEA. There's a couple guys who do movies, a couple guys who do pop culture. Uh, Casey and. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Ray, the podcaster, do um, the Deluxe Edition podcast, and they do some great interviews with some uh, great directors and, and people in, in, in the movie industry. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if, you, if you're sick and tired of watching those YouTube shorts and getting those political ads. Yeah, anyway. Uh, and, you know, you, you're looking for something a little new? Check this out, man. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to fit that bill perfectly. I love listening to some of the movie podcasts because I am a cinephile. Um, right. This month, there's, there's always a spotlight podcast, and this month it is uh, Horsing Around, uh, the Red Horse podcast, if you're still listening to this in November. Because um, we kind of tape out of order and, and whatnot. But we do what we want. Uh, I'll mention the, po- the spotlight podcast now, or the podcast of the month now, uh, for November is... Horsing around a red horse podcast. Those guys do monsters and and cryptids and uh, conspiracy theories and oh, a lot, I love that stuff. All oh, that stuff. A lot of the stuff right that, that we do, but they do some stuff that we don't. Um, they're worth a listen because they're it's just they're just guys having a good time. Um, so check that out. Go to the den. <laughs> Go to <laughs> deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I keep fucking it up. It's all right. It's it, been a while. Casey Casey messaged me a couple weeks ago. He goes, "You put the episode up. Everything's good." He goes, 
but you gave the wrong website. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Because I got I like I cut promos for all of them. Like yeah. you and I cut promos for all yeah, of them, yeah. and I got to change them all because. Yep. So it's all right. it is what it is. Just correct and keep moving forward. That's right. <clears throat> um. Do you like drinking beer in the garage with your friends on a Friday night and just talking about movies, music, pop culture in general? Well then, my friends, I have a great podcast for you to check out. It's called the Tencent Bear Night Podcast. My name is Ray. I am the host, and I set out to prove things beyond a shadow of a doubt every time I do one of these things. So let's hang out. On to our next segment, our topic of the day. Uh, today we're talking about. Oh, wait! You had brought this topic up to me. Yes, yeah, and it, well, this is a this lot is, of times. John brings up the topics, and then I research like a fiend. Yeah, and uh, then I say to him, "Hey, we can't just well, do I, that. We have to do this." I feel like I stopped doing research because, like, you go so far, and it's like, well. You're just going to do you, and you're probably going to... So what's the sense of me doing the same research that you're doing and wasting my time? So I'll bring my... my uh, Your wit and banter? <laughs> yeah, wit and banter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then you get all the information from Michael, and it kind of... thats I don't know. Our dynamics somehow is fucking work. I don't it know. works. We our, haven't killed each other yet. So. Our tens and tens of viewers uh, right, tend yeah. to agree with us. Our five subscribers. How many subscribers do we have anyway? I don't know. Like five million or. Uh, oh shit! You know, oh, oh, it's like five million. We dropped a couple, so it's like twenty. Twenty. Uh-oh. What the fuck is that? Did Hang you touch on. something? No, I didn't touch nothing. Oh, who was that? I moved that and it stopped. That was you, not me. I didn't do it. <clears throat> That's working now, so don't do that again. I didn't even touch it. Well, I'm just saying, don't do it again, bro. All right, 10-4. You've been warned. Stay in your lane. <laughs> so, uh, John said, "You did you bring up the single lighthouse, or did you bring up I think I originally did, but uh, I'm retarded, so I don't remember. But this stemmed off of the Edmund Fitzgerald and the Mysteries right. of the Great Lakes. Okay. Because I, I love a lake, like, like the sea and like boating and sailing, all that shit. Just like it's so. You mean nautical stuff? N- yeah, nautical shit. So. You like being nautical. I like. You want to play naughty boy? <laughs> <laughs> I meant sailor. You want to play nautical boy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're, what Something's we're talking... pointing to the north, and you must suck it. <laughs> what the fuck? you got to make stuff so gay. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's, I don't know any other way, Michael. There's like this. This is this is a conversation. There's like you and me, the, you and me talking normal, which is like, and then there's John Gay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we're discussing lighthouses and. I went into the history of the lighthouse, but there are some weird happenings around lighthouses. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying there's one on this list, and I do. We've talked about this before. I do not believe in the paranormal, normally, 
I've had one unexplainable, let's not say paranormal, unexplainable experience uh, with John. And I had one prior to that that I couldn't explain. Um, but uh, I don't believe in ghosts per se. But I still can't believe you don't believe with the two that you had. <laughs> I, I I don't know. But you don't you don't think there's like another like uh, dimension out there that we can't see? Like kind of how like dog you know how like dogs can like hear shit or like see shit that's not there. Yeah, I don't I don't we know, can't dude. see. I'm just I I always try to fight find a rational explanation for shit. However. One of the lighthouses on this list was on an episode of Ghost Hunters, which I think is like the corniest show. Yes, that's so fake. I, it's just a bunch of people running and, around with the fucking uh, night vision goggles. and Oh, I got to hit on my EAP machine. And they never find or it. There's EAP. never any, any, any visual evidence of anything. Wait, hang on. Ex- hang on. Wait, hang on. Did you hear that? Michael, did you hear that? What, what was that? Hold on. Oh my god, it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> However, there was the one episode they did of a certain lighthouse. Yeah, this one has you all convinced. I- I'm telling you, dude. If and I'm you, like, it's TV theatrics. But if you watch the video, you see something on the video. But it's TV, Michael. They okay. can clip I, and edit. I'm just saying, it's the only one ever to make my hair stand you up. You have shit happen to you like that you can't explain. And you're like, wow, I believe the TV more than anything. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying this. I had a ghost stroking my nipples last night. <laughs> right, I don't explain. I was the only one in the room. <laughs> I wasn't the only one in the room. You were in the room. And I if was somebody was stroking my you, nipples, you know, it was fucking you. You know how I sleep. I'm not stroking your nipples in the middle of the night. No way, no how. You big fag. That's the only thing you've been... Oh, couldn't, couldn't have been the crackhead who broke into our bedroom. Or Johnny. Yeah, that, that room was shady. But anyway, so... yeah. So, uh, so that one is the only one that ever made the... The hair on my arms stand up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I think they're all fucking creepy. What they made that movie about? What was it? Um, William De- Willem Dafoe. Sorry, I always thought his name was William. No, it's Willem. I know. I never knew that for like ten years. Yeah. I'm like, I've been calling him William. Yeah. But uh, the I've Wh- heard it both ways. The Willem Dafoe. It's a black and white movie, and I didn't watch the movie, but apparently, like they, to me, it looks like he like they killed each other or something, and. I don't know if that's a true story, but whatever. I don't know. Can you imagine being stuck on a fucking lighthouse with another dude? Is it you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe. All I know is it's going to smell awful bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't brushed my teeth for three weeks, and nobody said a word to me, so. <laughs> They're just being kind. I don't think there's enough beer in the world that would let me live on a lighthouse. Um... I, I could live in a lighthouse alone, not with somebody else. Well, I don't, I don't want to be there with somebody else. Without jumping ahead, I'm not sure what your uh, your research entails, but let's just let's go forward and I'll I'll, I'll I'll not jump ahead this time. Okay, so 
I'm going to throw some pictures up here. I have pictures of me and uh, when I was down in St. Croix uh, in an old lighthouse. And I'm going to tell you something. This lighthouse is on the top of this hill. And it's hot. It's St. Croix. I'm fat. So, and but the, the thing about me is I don't have an ounce of quit in me. Here it goes again. What did you do? That's you. Mm. Anyway, new mics. We're getting used to them. Please forgive us. Um, where was I? You were in a, oh, we, a thing down in Saint Croix. Saint Croix. Down in Saint Croix when I was on a mission trip. We we so the younger folks wanted to walk up to this this lighthouse. Oops. And uh, Deb's uncle wanted to walk up too. And now he is. The dude is just he'll he'll outwork any guy I know. <clears throat> For real? Yeah. Like and if you're in his way, he just pushes through you. Like that's just the kind of dude he is. Get out of my way, Crotchstain. So uh we walked up to this lighthouse. Now I eventually got up there. I was dying when I got up there. Uh but it was beautiful. It was an old rotted out lighthouse. I looked around for about five minutes and said, Okay, I'm gonna start heading down because y'all passed me on the way down. Because my right. knees were killing me. Yeah. So, uh, I have a couple pictures that I'm going to throw them up here. Uh, cool lighthouse. I've always been intrigued with lighthouses. And almost every lighthouse I've ever seen has some sort of ghost story attached to it. Right. Well, uh, what about those lighthouses that are, like, in the middle of the... Well, not in the middle of the ocean, but, like, off the coast. Not on a cliff. That you, You've seen, like, the iconic, like, pictures where, like, the waves crashing over the top of the white... Uh, oh, yeah. The lighthouse. The lighthouse. And you're like, how the fuck does that thing not get knocked over? One of, the, I think one of the ones I researched is actually in the surf. Yeah. So it like it, it's constantly getting blasted Bombarded by the waves with, with storms and waves and you know how water is water water all let me, the hardest hardest slash softest substance in the world. Let me pull those pictures up again. Look at them real quick. That one's cool as shit. That one's medieval. Okay. I didn't research the one that was getting crashed on. <clears throat> but I did look at it. And I, I think maybe because the, the paranormal stuff to it wasn't real. Yeah. Could you imagine being in a lighthouse like that and you had a storm coming? You're like, how the fuck does it not get knocked over or flooded? Know. or? Well, one of the ones that are on this list, uh, you can't walk to the lighthouse. You have to take a boat out to the lighthouse. Yeah. And if the sea is rough, there's like nothing. Yeah. You're stuck. So, uh, the first one I have on the list is the Souter Lighthouse. Uh, this one was construction constructed and opened in 1871. Uh, the Souter Lighthouse is a marvel of its age and remains an iconic beacon with its red and white color. It stands proud along the coastline, <clears throat> midway between uh, Tyne and where? Tyne and the where. Uh, it's in uh, Great Britain. Outside Cornwall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cornwallis. Cornball. Yeah. Cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lighthouse opened because of this, 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 this stretch of coastline Coach line? Yeah, the coach line. 
<laughs> you become dyslexic when we, when you hit record. I, I, I don't know why, dude. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Isn't there the coastline was particularly dangerous? There was uh, an average of forty four shipwrecks per mile of coastline. Hey, I'll tell you what. When I went down to the beach uh, this last time, they had a poster in my bedroom of all the shipwrecks up and down the East Coast. <laughs> and I'm telling you, between like Boston and like Virginia, there had to been like 4,000. Oh, they were just... dotted everywhere. And they had all that. It was cool. They had the dates on them, what kind of ship it was. See, that's cool. I like that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I took pictures of them. So this was the first lighthouse in the world designed and built to be powered by electricity. However, by 1914, they got rid of the electric light and and replaced it with conventional oil lamps. Oh, really? I wonder why. Do you think it was a generator powered? Uh, Well, when electricity goes out, you have no lighthouse. When you have bad weather, electricity goes out. Right, but if you have a... A generator. I don't know that they did. Did they have generators back then? I don't know if they I had. I think they were running wires to the thing. I don't know. You're, you're asking shit that did. You always ask shit that I can't answer. And then you wonder why I research the way I do. Because you're always <laughs> trying to fucking stump me. I put me. it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I like to try and stump you. Uh, it was built on a high cliff overlooking the North Sea. Uh, it stands 75 feet or 23 meters high. Uh, it has the the lamp has a range of twenty six nautical miles. Wow, that's a bright fucking lamp. Yeah. Uh, how did they get him so? You gonna ask more questions here? You don't know the answers to? How they get him so bright? Yeah, they're magnified. I do know this answer. With like like uh, mirrors? It's a curved lens. It there's a mirror behind the lamp, and then it goes through a curved lens. Okay. And they, some some of them have multiple lenses. Wow. Aha. You didn't stump me, bitch. <laughs> so this lighthouse was deactivated in 1988. No shit. Yeah. That's a long service. Yeah. Uh, the Saturday Lighthouse is said to have a resident ghost. Let me ask you this. Okay. I'm probably going to jump ahead because I feel I haven't done it yet. Ask, my ask me a question. How many men would it typically take to man a lighthouse? Why does it got to be men? Why are you such a misogynist, bitch? Oh, my God. Are we going to go here? Give me this fucking knife. <laughs> uh, how many people? No, how many men? There ain't no goddamn woman running a lighthouse back. Uh, I don't know. A, a lot of these lighthouses had one keeper. Yeah, I would, I would assume one or two. It was usually like a, 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 a light keeper. And his wife, or a lightkeeper in his family. Okay, that makes sense. And he he took care of it twenty four seven. Like what? Like, they, they lived on the premises. Do they have like a? I would imagine they have like a, a kitchen in there. Where do you shit? Well, do you just like squat off the end of the fucking. Yeah. Well, why not? End of the freaking dock. You're there by yourself. Who's coming along? I'm just in the middle of a storm. Like oh god, I got the Hershey squirts. Uh, I I know some of the lighthouse have a keeper's house near it or next to it. And some of the lighthouse, they occupied the lower floor. I would think they would probably take, like, the most grizzled fucking hardcore sailor. And be like, dude, we're, we'll pay you an extra 50 bucks a month to, like, sit in this fucking uh, rock tomb. Rock tomb. <laughs> and 
Make sure the light doesn't go out. You got it, mate. I'm on it. Anywho. So I, I get up to the ghost, and then you go off on a tangent. Oh, dude, I've been holding up for so long. I, it's it's it, coming out. Dude, it's been like three months. It's, it's all it's coming out. Speaking of coming out, you might have to hit the pause soon. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Johnny can not blow. <laughs> All right, you you want to take a break here? Uh, yeah, let's do that. I'll get a beer and yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me let okay, me. Hold on, we'll be back. Stand by. Let me pause this. Welcome into Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There's so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys. Boom, chicka, wow, wow, we're back. Back. Let me find my notes. There we go. So, uh, before we were so rudely interrupted by Johnny's ass, by me, uh, we were getting up to the ghost. We're getting up in the ghost. So we're talking about the Souter Lighthouse. Uh, mm-hmm. It's said to have a, a resident ghost, and the staff have heard and seen sh- and felt strange things. <laughs> Uh, many believe the ghost to be the spirit of a former lighthouse keeper. The staff had witnessed uh, items going missing, uh, seen shadowy figures out of the corner of their eye, heard unexplained sounds, and seen the figure of a man who appears to be wearing an old lighthouse keeper uniform. Did you fart? I did not. It's weird. Must have been a ghost. Did you cheat yourself on a wipe? <laughs> Um, a waitress was also surprised to spot at the far end of the kitchen corridor a man in an old-fashioned lighthouse keeper's uniform who then promptly disappeared. Uh, from the story that I heard about this, like, she, she's doing her fucking thing in the kitchen. Yeah. She looks up. She <clears throat> sees a dude, and she's about to tell him, hey, you, you can't fucking be in here, bitch. And then he was gone. And then she remembered that I'm the only one in here. Yeah. I'm the only one in this desolate ice uh, lighthouse. Creepy. There's also been strange tappings on the window from the outside. I want to see how the microphone... That's definitely going to pick that up. I want to see how the microphone picks up that dog fucking barking. What the hell are they barking at? Uh, Nathan might have come home. Nathan was out with his little friends doing his little thing. I ate the rest of the burn ends while I was up there, too. Oh, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> that that is cause for murder. Well, I, I'll tell there's you, there's not a, there's not a jury that would convict you in the world. This is something we didn't talk about, and we should have our podcast field for today. And usually, I put something on a smoker. Oh, I made pork belly. You did yourself today, Mike. I don't want to stroke your big. You're already larger than life ego. <laughs> that is hurtful. <laughs> uh, but man, they were fucking fantastic. They were brother. banging, dude. 
<clears throat> the meat was crispy yet tender. Yeah. I do I, I enjoy the ones that aren't is burned as much. Um I just find that the texture is just like it, it like melts just literally like disappears in your mouth. <laughs> so if you had no teeth, you could you could just suck on this all night long. <laughs> get that get that vision out of your head. You open that door so often, so easily. Uh and oh what what a fucking powerhouse of flavor. Yeah, it it was Yeah. But I mean that's all the grill master right there. You gotta know how to grill it. You can put the best barbecue sauce on anything and, and fuck it up and it's not gonna taste like anything. But I mean potatoes last I just like <sighs> I sliced potatoes wedges and I burnt the fuck out of like every single one of them, <laughs> but only one side of them was burnt. And I let them on, and I'm like, "Damn it!" You could scrape the burnt off and eat the other side. Uh, I, I just smothered them in ketchup and looked the other way. Are these fuckers done barking? Probably. I thought you were gonna check. Uh, we can show you that later. What it sounded like? They picked them up barking. Oh, no, I'm not, I'll do it later. If I have to, I'll edit them out. <sighs> fucking Sorry, dogs. that's what I was waiting for. I was, I I'm not paying them dogs to be on the fucking show. I pay you. <laughs> so it's thought the majority of the uh, activity is caused by the spirit of Isabella Darling. I spelled Isabella very wrong. Uh, yeah, let's not mention that. Yeah. <laughs> The niece of Grace Darling, who was one of the most celebrated maritime heroines of all time. Okay. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, the staff have reported spoons levitating, cold spots, and the feeling of being physically grabbed. Grabbed. Just like in Colorado. <laughs> or or squeezed. <laughs> okay. Or rubbed. A certain <laughs> there area was no, of you. There was no rubbing. <laughs> Twisting. There was no rubbing, dude. It was the the pressure of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? Oh, my God. Who tweaked my... Johnny's nipples? still asleep, but I'm going to blame him anyways. Who tweaked my nipples? Who did it? <laughs> Why is there a hole in my bar of soap in the shower? <laughs> the freak show is this. There it goes again. Did you move it? No. Hold on. Mm. Can we switch? I don't want to do that right in the middle of now. Mic stands? No, I was going to say. Wires? Yeah, I don't want to do that now. That's Dude, like, they got to be clipped and yeah. run back. And No, 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 not that. Like, if I plug that one into here, I mean, you, you'd have to change the spot where I'm at, and who knows, you have to start all over again. Yeah, we're not doing that. All right, just edit the Just shit stop out. touching shit, dude. I literally didn't touch it. You know what is weird? Oh my god! It's this a ghost. Is a ghost. <laughs> this is a fucking ghost. I wouldn't. Well, when when we first started taping at Katie's, that had to be. A oh, problem. that was fucking. That weird. was a spirit. Of they some did sort. not want us to record there. It, even my GoPro was going haywire. Every camera we had ran out of battery. I had the porn cameras there, and they didn't yeah. work. I bet if we put that thing in there, it would. It would go to shit. Uh, <laughs> Unreal. So, where was I at? Spoons levitating, cold spots, feeling of being physically grabbed. 
with much of the activity reported taking place in the kitchen and living areas. Could it be a former lighthouse keeper who's responsible for the odor of tobacco experienced many times? I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people's minds... I think so, too. Go Because I've, I've even had some, like, where I smell shit that I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you smell that? Like, it, it smells like... I have, I've smelled smoke before, like cigarette smoke. And I'm like... I have, too. Where's that coming from? But I, I really think, like, you know, it's... It's your uh, it's your mind playing tricks on you. So this lighthouse was featured on the show Most Haunted. It was season one, episode four. If you'd like to take a look at it, what what uh, was that? History Channel. I don't fucking know. Most Haunted, whatever show that, whatever channel that was on. Right. I think Most Haunted. That's probably. I don't know. Whatever. You always. Look, if you don't see it on the page, I don't have the fucking information. It's your lackluster uh, research. See, now I got to research even farther, dude. That, that you just you're making a problem for yourself. You had like a month to do this. This one I just researched in the last week. Laziness. Yeah, I spent fucking two months <laughs> researching uh, <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Satan. Well, that's why I said we should do this one first. Uh, Dr. Satan is an upcoming episode, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um, the Fire Island Lighthouse in Suffolk County, New York. Uh, another one that was built in the 1800s, 1826. Also stands 74, 20, 74 feet or 23 meters high. Dude! So, uh, the Fire Island Lighthouse was brick encased in cement. So, it was built in 1826, but in 1858, it was rebuilt to 180 feet, or 55 meters tall, and it was built of stone. In 1982, it was completely restored. And I, I have pictures of these. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the pictures. If you're watching on Spotify, you can see the pictures because we have video on Spotify. If you're listening anyplace else, you'll have to close your eyes and envision it. <laughs> envision me working in a lighthouse with Michael. Not wearing an apron, butt naked. Oh, don't envision that. <laughs> I'm going to make you food every night, Michael. No, you're not. Not like that. Like, oh dear. The meat patties are done. The meat pies are done. Come and get them. On May 25th, 1986, the United States Coast Guard returned the Fire Island Lighthouse to an active aid to navigation. <clears throat> On February 22nd, 2006, the light became a private aid to navigation. It continues to be on the nautical charts but is operated and maintained by the Fire Island Lighthouse Preservation Society, not the U.S. Coast Guard. See, we were talking a little bit off air, and you said about them being military, and I think uh, lighthouses <clears throat> are operated by the Coast Guard, or some are. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, this might sound like a stupid question. Come get your cheap shots. No, no, no. This, 
There's no such thing as a stupid question. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. All questions are stupid. So, I, the obvious reason behind a lighthouse is to say, hey, you're close to land. There's safe haven around here. Or is it just stay away from the rocks? Danger here. Like a buoy. I, I think it's like a buoy on land that you can see for a long way. Or an aid to navigation to say, hey, there's there's a port here. Right. But, but look out for the fucking rocks. Right. If you get close to me, you're going to hit something. Because you also have them on the cliffs. So if you're coming in... Well, they put them on a cliff so they, they you'd have more... And you would run into a cliff. You'd have longer nautical visibility. Like that first one had 26 miles of nautical visibility. <clears throat> I wonder what that... that comes to look like out on the ship is that like not it's like eh, 26 miles it's like nothing well it sounds like a lot but it's really not i will tell you this if you were on a deck of a ship and there's another ship out at sea and it's in full darkness and someone lights a cigarette you'll see it yeah yes huh wow because it's the only source of light it's for miles. It's so dark. Yeah. Uh, wow. Crazy. So that the, this particular lighthouse, uh, the caretaker uh, hung himself long before it was rebuilt. Ugh, in the lighthouse? Questions? Do you see it written any place on the page? I don't know. I'm assuming it was someplace in or around the lighthouse. I think so, yeah. But Brooks it didn't, was here. It didn't. Yeah, Brooks was here. Uh, so people have witnessed or, or experienced unexplained door shutting. Um, and the door that shuts requires two people to close because of its weight. Uh, unexplained door opening, which requ- the, the the same the same door that because of its weight and size takes three people to open. An unexplained moaning. <laughs> and that's just the whore from the village coming up and hanging but, out. Is it like bad moaning or good moaning? I don't know. It just says moaning. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's unexplained. Well, that's it. I would like to know what door you would need three people to close. Well, the door behind you is nearly 600 pounds. But if. Are you talking about something that's on a cliff, or why would you need a 600-pound door to close? I don't know why they had such a big fucking door. Just think about it. I don't. You don't need a technical answer. Just logically think about it. Well, you know those... You're uh, good at that, aren't you? Those, those big vault doors in the most secure places in the... Some of them <clears throat> are so... They're, they're fucking I, I tons can, and tons I of weight. I can see that kind of door on like the one that's out in the ocean. It's getting careened by fucking storms and waves but i don't know dude it's just two people three people i I don't know (laughs) why you gotta try to stump me you know this is irking you you're gonna you're gonna of course it's bothering me it's gonna bother you all week until you figure out the answers then you know it won't bother me work it won't bother me till tomorrow when i research it tonight (laughs) when i can't sleep but i mean i'm asking good questions right Sure. <laughs> these these is what our millions of viewers want. They want to know. They want to know what kind questions. of door 
What kind of door takes three why people it, to open? Yeah, why was it made of iron? I thought they only had wood. Why was it made of wood? I thought they had iron. Usa. <clears throat> I'm not bothering him, folks. This is all gimmick. <laughs> people have reported strange laughing and knocking when no one else is there. I can't believe you don't believe in this stuff. This this shocks me. I just think there's always a rational explanation. <clears throat> you can't even answer me why they have big doors. Well, how the fuck would I know <laughs> why they decided to put a door that would take three people to open and have one person work there? Ah, shit. We only hired two people. This is like total government like theory, right? Uh, you hire two people to open a third... Three people door. There's some government. I wonder engineer, why you can't fucking open the door. Some government engineer sitting there saying, "I know what we'll do. <laughs> we'll hire two people to open the door that takes three people to open." I watched a funny meme the other day. Little sidebar. It was uh, explain your this ten. This whole year- show's been a sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> it said explain your ten years in the army. So there's a, a a bolt threaded into a piece of metal, and they show a dude unscrewing it. Then he welds the hole shut. Then he drills and taps it and <laughs> screws the, the <laughs> bolt right back into it. <laughs> well, it's the army. They're not real smart. Uh, that's any government, I feel. It's just. You're right. You know, it, it's like the, the monotonous and the, all the redundant. Through, you know? So. Anyways, I digress. You have. <laughs> this is what our viewers want, Michael. Is it? They have missed us. I'm they have s- missed this dynamic. I don't doubt that they have missed us, the tens and tens of viewers. The Den Network is going crazy right now without us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's chaos. It's just chaos. Pure chaos. Cats chaos. and dogs living together. <laughs> oh, my God. It's raining acid out there. Uh, the top windows are also known to rise themselves, which normally requires... What does that mean? Put themselves up. Rise. Oh, they got them old school double windows. Yeah. Uh, and it usually <laughs> takes a tool to put them up. Okay. All right. People experience chills throughout the lighthouse, and human skulls seem to turn up on the beach with various other bones. So, what? Hold on. I did the same thing because I researched this. I found this. I put this in, and I'm thinking, hold it. This is the only mention. Of human skulls turning up on a beach uh, at this lighthouse. Yeah. Like, if human skulls were turning up in this motherfucker, I think there'd be a news story someplace. Right, yeah. Right. See, that's why I think this... this uh, a lot of this stuff comes from lore, and, oh, this happened in the past, and... Or... You feel like it happened in the past, and you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's what happened. I'm just going to pass that story on. Yeah, I saw a skull on a beach. <laughs> what maybe it could have been a jellyfish? Who knows? A jellyfish skull? No, like jellyfish like a, don't have bones, looks dude. Like a jellyfish, but somebody was like, nah, that's skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good weed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so a uh, lighthouse keeper, Nathaniel Smith. During a uh, he major, sounds old. Yeah. During a major reconstruction, 
lived with his wife and child in a house nearby. So he didn't live in a lighthouse. He lived in a, a lighthouse keeper's house. Uh, the daughter mm. took sick because it was extra cold in New York. Now you realize this is the 1800s. So that ju- that whole hold on, that whole sentence there just sounds. You know what era this is? His daughter took sick. Took sick. <laughs> took sick. Where the fuck she take it? She <laughs> don't touch it if you shouldn't touch it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. No, I can't. I just you you would have that out. What I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, With no bridge to the lighthouse at the time, so the doctor get there. It took three days for a doctor to get there because it wasn't easy to get to. This, this is the one I think. I don't know if there's a picture of this one. I think this is the one where the waves are crashing up against it. Yeah. I'm but, surprised you that you had just like quickly look up a picture and just, well, I'm sure you will. But man, that, that terrifies me, but yet, uh, it, oh, God, please, please edit out that burp. It was horrible. Oh, no, I got a picture of this one. Or maybe the lighthouse is on an island? I don't know, man. Whatever lighthouse you have to boat out to, it's probably in, like, Scotland somewhere. No, this was in, in New York. Anyway, the doctor couldn't get there in time. The little girl died. So... Uh, the uh, the loss of their daughter split the 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 two up. The the uh, Nathaniel and his wife split them up. Right. And Nathaniel lived uh, alone and heartbroken in the quarters of the lighthouse and died that way. Legend goes. Uh, the footsteps heard by witnesses is the sound of Nathaniel Grace racing to the top of the lighthouse as one more attempt to help to get. To try to get help for his daughter, mm. and the moans are Nathaniel yelling for the doctor to hurry, or the anguish of a grieving grieving father. Creepy. There have also been some reports of seeing a man at the very top of the lighthouse holding vigil, even 150 years later. That help would arrive for his little girl. Mm. Now, here's what I think happens: a tragedy like this happens at this lighthouse, <clears throat> and people assign this these happenings or sightings to that you know every once in a while you catch something out of the corner of your eye and you turn to look mm. and it's a shadow or it's an item in the corner of the room that that's always been there yeah for but sure. it just looked different and i think that's what people see this shit and i'm like oh fuck that must be that old man up there right. waiting for yeah, i think your wait, mind just kind of waiting like, for the doctor play play your mind plays with you well, the human mind wants to see faces yeah. or... or. Well, here's a perfect example, Mike. I was watching this show the other day on YouTube, and they were talking about the moon landings, and they were saying, like, oh, there, there's all these things on the moon, but the pictures they show you was like, dude, how do you... It's so grainy. That's the worst photo ever. <laughs> and it's like you looking up at the clouds and be like, oh, oh, there's a dragon there. Like, your mind... Like you said, your mind wants to see yeah. shapes. And how many well, times have the, you the, looked at the clouds the, and seen shit? The face on Mars. You ever see that? Yeah. 
your 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 eyes and your brain want to see a face. Right. So I think you're, you're, they the, put the two and two together and yeah. decided it's a face. And I think like things like this, you think it's creepy. You think there's a ghost there. You want to see a ghost. You want to you want to hear something. You want to see something unusual. And lo and behold, you do. Yeah. But for someone like me, who doesn't believe, I don't want to hear and see that shit because I don't believe in it anyway. So I usually don't hear or see that shit. And your fucking microphone's doing it again. No, that's got to be this. Not yeah, you're stop it. But my, I don't think I. I think it's just the time. What do you mean? Like it. It takes ten seconds to get and pull on it. It's got to be this. <clears throat> There's a lot of dust down here. I just Nathan gave me a can of uh, compressed air that I just there. I just sprayed all this stuff off with. Did you spray the inside out? I mean, yeah. it could be anything on the inside yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I spread it out. <laughs> yeah, well, I spread it out real good. Huh? You got one of the butter beers? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. It's supposed to be an Oktoberfest in Marzan. I, I'm not. I'm not feeling that. I like mine better. Yeah. Yours is way, way, way better. Yummier. I get a little bit of bitterness at the end of this. And that's okay for a Marzan, but... Yeah. Anyway. It's not bad. So the Erie Land Light, also known as the Old Presque Isle Light, was built in 1818, is one of the first lighthouses built by the United States on the Great Lakes. It is one of three lighthouses on Lake Erie. Oh, the creepy Great Lakes. Uh, the tower was rebuilt in 1851 due to its poor foundation and ground quality. It sunk in 1858. Hmm. Uh, the current structure was built in 1867 and stayed in operation until 1880 and was officially decommissioned in 1899. It's 48 feet high. Legend tells it was deactivated because a dark presence within it. A group of witches performed a series of rituals outside the tower, and now it is occupied by a demon. Oh. Apparently, he only appears once a year, and it's always on a different day. <laughs> what happens if he appears, like, December 31st and then January 1st? Well, it's almost two years till you see him again. Yeah. You know these are these are these are the tough questions our viewers want. I know. <laughs> uh, enter the lighthouse on the day that the demon appears, and you'll never walk out again. The demon will take you back to hell with him. Now, in cue, hold on, let me exfil this. In cue the Gerber <laughs> demon <made> stabber, <laughs> demon stabber made in Portland, Oregon, USA. <laughs> Okay, you ever go to this lighthouse? Don't stab the fucking table, Johnny. Um, yeah, take the demon stabber with you. Probably some dude in a mask. Like, ah, how you slip my door? I would have got away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids <laughs> and that stupid dog, uh, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
I put that one on there just because it was witches and demons and I don't know. It, it's like I wonder, like how how does some of this shit get like blown so far out of like I think like maybe that one got blown out of proportion. Well, I think a lot of them do, and that's why I put that one on because like someone heard a story about witches doing something outside that, and all of a sudden there's a demon there, and that's what's haunting it. Every time you hear a noise, it's a demon. Every time you hear yeah. you <clears> see <throat> a light, it's a demon. And I think that's how all of these things. I think that's how all ghost stories start. Oh, for sure. Like you know, we're in the woods, and like every little, you're not used to sleeping in the woods. No. Every little noise, you're like. I swear to God, there's a bear outside my fucking tent. Right. Yeah. And like me, like I thought it was a fucking yeti knocking on trees. Right. I could have sworn. See, but here's the thing. Now I know you have the whole Bigfoot thing. Like you're into Bigfoot. I, I am, you're but into like, it, but you're not, you're not into it, into it. I, I, I'm not saying I have a fear of bears, but I had an experience with a bear when I was younger. Oh, yeah, you and, told me this, yeah. And they scare the shit out of me. Yeah, so rightfully now, so. I mean, so now I'm apart. laying there in the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. And now you, I'm now alone. Now you hear is a bear. And, and I hear this noise. Right. What am I going to hear? I hear the fucking bear. Well, I told you my What first. was it? It was John snoring really right. loud. But legit, I told you the experience I had my first year there. Right, and we talked about it before we went up there. Dude, I literally, like, I, I almost fired rounds through my, through my gun. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Well, I first thought it might be like a moose or an elk coming through our, our campsite. <clears throat> and then I heard the, the, the growling, which was not growling. Yeah. Was, was, but it scared the fucking... Look, I'm not. I'm not oh, ashamed to sure. say it scared for the shit sure. out of me. My dad snoring scared the shit out of me. But um, you know, you, you're dreaming. I'm sure you were like half asleep. When oh yeah. You heard no, it. no, I wasn't asleep. I couldn't sleep. And then like your mind's playing tricks on you. You're in the middle of the woods. Absolutely, like, my mind was playing tricks on bear me. bait. Like at the like, what's that tank gonna do with a bear? <laughs> like <laughs> the fucking thing is, I reach for that zipper like three or four times. <laughs> like it's gonna save you. At, to, to just put it up to look out. Yeah. And I'd hear it again. I'm like, nope, I'm, nope, nope, I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't come out guns a blazing. No. I, I'm like, Johnny? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not dumb enough to think I can wrestle a bear. Uh, Not wrestle a bear, but shoot a bear. But you, you brought a, you brought I could a, build a bear. You brought a piece with you, didn't you? No, no, I didn't bring it out there. I thought you did. No, 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 no. I had my knife. Oh, yeah, the infamous knife? The infamous knife was with <laughs> Actually, when I went out there, I took like three knives with me. I always do, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know what kind of knife you like. A knife is like a specific tool. But because we flew, if we had driven out, I would have taken my piece. Because we flew, I didn't take it. Yeah. See, I, I, don't, know why, I don't know why I thought you took your piece. I think I told I did you, to Florida. I, I think you wanted to. To Florida, I had it. I did, too. But I think... You wanted to, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not worth the hassle." I'm like, "My dad has shit there; you can carry." It. Oh like, yeah, you were patty smacking me. No, Mike. No, yeah. no. But my dad had stuff there you could carry. Yeah, that's what you told me. And yeah, I'm like, it's, "It's not worth getting your shit confiscated." Right. Well, that's <laughs> that was my big thing because, like, I bought that Sig Sauer. I've always wanted a Sig. Yeah. I've <clears> always <throat> wanted a Sig, and it's always been a gun that was a little bit out of my price range because yeah. I got a family, got a house, got shit to do. Yeah, right. And I had the opportunity to buy a SIG. I bought a SIG. I love that fucking gun. Yeah. And that's, that's not I a, would hate to lose that a, gun. It's not an overly expensive. It's not overly cheap. No. 
You know, it's it's a good gun, and it's like no, I, I was salty when I lost my fucking hand, my knife. I was like, "You cocksuckers!" <laughs> I know. You know, so we got some kid in skate you, shoes. You can bail it to yourself. You shut the fuck up. Let me smack your teeth out of your like, head. What, what do I do? I look Middle Eastern to you? I'm not. I'm, I'll fucking stab whoa, the guy in the neck. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The fuck? Oh, up. I went there. I went there. I'm I'm spitting the truth, Michael. When's the last time a fucking white American hijacked an airplane? Um, duh. The most famous unsolved fucking case in, in the world. That doesn't count. He didn't hijack the plane. He did. He didn't have any weapons, did he? Who cares what he had? He hijacked the plane. He said, low, he said lower the thing, I'm jumping out the back. Yeah, that was at the end. <laughs> you, you skipped the whole part where he hijacked the plane. That was in the 70s, man. Things don't count from the 70s, oh, right? okay. <laughs> well, because you weren't alive in it's the 70s? that long. Because you weren't alive in the 70s? Yeah, I wasn't alive in the 70s. I was. It counts for me. No. I don't know. Whatever. So anyways, you know, fuck them. I got a new... I got it right here. The new Johns. Buck 110. Boy, I forget all the information on that. But anyways, let's go back to what we started. Okay, this next one is actually kind of interesting. Uh, Heck the Head Lighthouse. Uh, was built in the Oregon coast, thirteen miles from, uh, thirteen miles north of Florence. On the Oregon coast. Oregon coast. Is that? I guess that's attached to the uh, Great Lakes. No. Pacific Ocean, dude. Oh, what am I think? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just edit that part out, will you? No. <laughs> uh, it was built in 1892, and it stands 50, 56 feet or 17 meters high. Uh, the lighthouse shines a beam visible for 21 nautical miles and is rated the strongest light on the Oregon coast. Oh. Or was rated. Uh, built in 1893, the lighthouse, the lightkeeper's house was an is one of the last remaining on the Pacific coast. Visitors can book a room with ocean views and imagine life as a, a lighthouse keeper. Oh, that must be so fun. Actually, I would I would do that. Are you kidding me? Like, well, I would do it too, but like I wouldn't yeah, want to Are you kidding me? Well, I, well, would, I would do it too. No, but. I wouldn't want to do the same things they were doing back then. Like, all right, god damn it, right? Need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I gotta go up to the top of the lighthouse and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just blow out the wind. Like all the dirty shit they had to do is what I'm trying to say. No, just you, you go there like, and well. It's like a B and B or a verbo. But get your fat ass up to the top of the fucking lighthouse yeah. and fill this fucking thing up with diesel fuel. Listen, part of your vacation rules, and 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 yeah. you need to go up and fill the diesel up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, turns out you gotta uh, swim to the bottom and uh, unclog the sea corals from uh, from the impeller. That wh- whatever, I don't know. I'm yeah. sure they you had know, some tomorrow dirty morning. You're scraping jobs. barnacles. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't care if she's five years old. Don't touch anything. See, yeah, I think way. it's just timing. It's this. Okay. All right. All right, and we'll have to see if that comes through in the recording. I can take it out. Man up. Gonna so, buy a new one. So there was a PBS special on this lighthouse, and it said pretty much everybody who stayed here 
since the 1950s has had a paranormal experience. <sighs> they were all drunk. It's possible. Highly improbable, but possible. Uh, things that they have heard is like disembodied screams, items moving or disappearing and reappearing on their own, as well as a shadow of an old woman's ghost in the attic window. I'll tell you what. My penis reappears and disappears quite often. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what's going on there. It's like one minute it's there. It's like, oh, oh, hello. Wake up. <laughs> Time to go to work. <sighs> Along with the older woman, it is said that her daughter haunts the uh, scenic lighthouse. Uh, for the last four decades, the app, the main apparition or presence has been known as Rue. Ever since a group of Lane County Community College students broke out their Ouija board and oh. began asking questions. Here we go. Probably That's the downfall of... of all humanity, Ouija boards. They probably are all women with beards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never seen a razor. <laughs> Apparently, the board spelled out Rue and the name stuck. Really? Well, okay. Rue, Rue doesn't do anything scary or harmful or threatening. It's more like she's watching over the place, watching the house, and looking for her daughter. Rue is thought to be the mother of a young girl who fell from the lighthouse, and her mother returned to the lighthouse and threw herself off the lighthouse and killed herself as well. Jeez. Probably the most frightening encounter with Rue was that, that was ever reported uh, appeared in 1975. A workman was cleaning out one of the cleaning one of the windows in the attic and noticed an odd reflection in the glass. Uh, so, 1975, worker saw a re- an odd reflection in the glass. When he turned to see what was behind him, there was an apparition of an elderly woman in late Victorian-style gown. He fled the house and didn't return to the cottage for several days. He refused to ever go in the attic again. It was his ex-mother-in-law. He was so shook that w- there was a window that broke in the attic. And he refused to enter the attic to clean it up. He fixed the, the window from the outside. That same night, the caretakers of the lighthouse were woken to the sounds of someone scraping uh, glass together. They woke up the next morning. They found the glass all swept up into a pile in the middle of the room. <clears throat> hmm. You think that's real? I don't know. I'm thinking this is what they thought. Like maybe the glass all fell in one spot and they went up and looked and, oh my God, did somebody swept it into a pile? I don't know. Like just, just well, you see, just from experience, I know that glass doesn't just get knocked out of a window and go into one swept up pile. Well, I, I, wind can break glass. I, I know that. But <clears throat> I, I falling into a pile, I don't. So, others' stories include one guest when sleeping in the Cape Cove room. She was awakened at 4.30 in the morning and felt a presence climbing into bed beside her and staying for a couple hours. This is your experience, dude. (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew you were going to do that. He, somebody crawled into bed with you. And it's like, Michael. But they didn't lay with me. They just crawled on the bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm legit. You were freaked out in the morning. I was, dude. You're like, did you fucking get up in the middle of the bed? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> dude, like, I, I, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I was fucking beat. Like we had that whole, we were out See, all and, night. And I attribute it to being that tired that I must have dreamt something. Yeah, I think you did. But it was, it, it freaked me out. Like, I know. I don't know, man. Colorado's like an old state. That's the old west. There's a lot of history out there. I know I woke up. I know I got out of bed and looked around. What if you were getting your dick sucked? And you're like, oh, <laughs> God. Right. Oh, I know I'm awake, but who's doing this? And you hear me snoring over there, and we're like, fuck it. Just keep going. <laughs> no. That's not I won't ask any questions. <laughs> I'm okay with this. That old whether, you're, whether you're a man or a woman. That old crack whore climbed into our room. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. you have a Facebook? <laughs> oh my god, where'd you come from? I follow you all the way from Saipan. I follow you from Saipan. <laughs> We're your fat friend. <laughs> oh, shit. We're probably going to hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Uh, she said she felt concerned about the experience, but she was unharmed and in an odd way felt honored that she had the opportunity to experience it. I did not feel honored to experience that. <laughs> like, who do you report that to? Like, <laughs> I was just touched The Federal by... Bureau of, of... Yeah, like, without being, like, made fun of. The Federal Bureau of Anomalytic <laughs> right. Occurrences. Yeah. So, you, this is, like, something you might want to keep to yourself. Uh, I was sucked off by an alien last night. <laughs> I loved it. I want to make a report because I feel like I've been violated. <laughs> is there a chance I could sue? <laughs> Despite the lack of truly negative experiences, the manager of the bed and breakfast refuses to spend a night in the house anymore. So the guy who runs the place won't stay there. <clears throat> hmm. So the next one is the oldest one on the list. It's St. Catherine's Oratory. It's a medieval medieval lighthouse on St. Catherine's Down, above the south coast of the Isle of Wright. Ah, that's where the other one was, the first one, wasn't it? Well, the other one was Cornwall. That was the town, but it was in between the Isles of Blah and Blah. Of Cornwall. It was Lee. Lee. Less. Lee. Lee Styles. I'm not scrolling back up. No. This one was built in 1328. Holy shit. And remained active till 1584. It stands 35 feet or 10 meters high. The picture of this was actually pretty cool. This is not like a round lighthouse like you, you would see. Oh, yeah. You showed me the. Yeah. Yeah. It's It, it looks like a spaceship. Mm. Weird. It's Britain, Britain's only surviving medieval lighthouse and the second oldest. So how the fuck would they run that? You have like a fire at the top. They built the fire in it. That's it. I wonder how many nautical miles you could see that. I mean, who carried the fucking wood up there? <laughs> Some poor Roman fucking soldier. 
The current St. Catherine's Lighthouse, constructed in 1837, or after the 1832nd Reckoning. You want me to take over? Yeah. You've been reading a lot. You're all tuckered out, son. I'm tuckered. All right, so the curtain St. Catherine's Lighthouse, constructed after the 1837 wreck of the Clarendon? Clarendon. Clarendon? Was built much closer to the sea level on St. Catherine's Point. Originally, there was a, a chimbley <laughs> opening, ch- or chimney opening at the top of the tower. A fire was maintained on the top floor and could be seen through eight openings. It was maintained by monks who lived in the chapel nearby. This continued until Henry the Eighth's breakaway from Catholic Church in 1538 and the suppression of the Chantries? Yeah, I don't know. In 15... Nobody gives a crap about that. Well, the fact is, is it was no longer operated by the monks. The monks got drunk and left town. Okay. Oh, is that more? Yeah. According to folklore, uh, the lighthouse is some to the is home to the ghost of a monk uh, who is seen praying and walking around outside of the tower on foggy days. That does not sound scary at all to me. Uh, Saint Augustine. This is the next one. Oh. Oh, you you scroll past. Yeah, it's Saint Augustine Lighthouse. Okay, so okay, that's Saint Augustine Lighthouse. So, I, I just get little background of stuff that I know off the top of my head here. Uh, Saint Augustine had um, watchtowers or beacon towers in Saint Augustine, uh, going back as far as uh, fifteen eighty nine. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say, I like you talking more than me. <laughs> I don't keep you finish it off. Well, I'm just, I'm just. No, I do honestly. I just, I. I'm just throwing out some stuff that I remember. No, no, no. I'm saying I like when you read it. I don't like when I read it. I do. <laughs> I mean, you're not. You miss every minute now and then you mess up, but I mess up too. But anyway, so not all of them were in the same site, um, but a couple of them were on the same site. Hmm. Um. Let's see. However, in 1824, the new territorial American government was established in St. Augustine Light. So, the territorial American government was started in 1824 down there, and they built this lighthouse uh, that year. There has to be thousands of lighthouses up and down the coast. You would think, but I think there has been, but I don't know if they're all there anymore. This, When they built this one in 1824, it was 50, 52 feet high. And then uh, Beach Erosion threatened a lighthouse, and it was rebuilt, and that's 165 feet high. Wow. Almost three times as tall. But yeah, actually, three times as tall. Well, I guess if you can see 27 miles, you technically from... One point, you could go. Theoretically, I would not go the full twenty-seven, or the extent of the light. But you could every say twenty miles, you build a lighthouse up and down the coast of the United States. 
Yeah. I think that's, that's, still like, that's a lot of fucking lighthouses. Yeah. So, during World War II, they used this tower to uh, look out for enemy ships and submarines. So, this lighthouse was... There, there's a superintendent of construction for this lighthouse. It was Hezekiah Petty. <clears throat> Uh, he moved from Cape Elizabeth, Maine, with his family to oversee the construction of his lighthouse. Hezekiah lived on site with his wife, Mary, and their, I think, four children. There was three girls and a boy. So, you know, you're there, children are bored. They play on the construction site. They run around. They do what the fuck they want mm-hmm. because my daddy runs his joint. Right. Um. So there was a supply cart that would come from the docks up to the lighthouse to supply the construction materials. So it was like a, a railway, a little railway car. So these kids, their favorite pastime was sitting in this railway car and, <clears throat> you know, just going along with it, flying down a hill or up the hill, down the hill, back yeah. down to the docks, whatever. So uh, in July of 1873, Three of the girls and an African-American girl who they don't have the name. They're, they're presuming his father worked at the job site. were riding in the cart. And the cart came down to the end, hit the log that's supposed to stop it from going off the end, flipped upside down into the water. Oy. And of the four girls, three of them drowned. Mm. Now, someone... Uh, a worker on the job site saw the accident. He rushed to help, but he was just there too late. Whether it was head trauma or drowning or whatever, they were dead except for one of them. So in 145 years since this incident, strange occurrences have been happening and they're attributed to the spirits of the girls. So now this St. Augustine lighthouse is the one that I saw on that show. Yeah. And, uh, the show said there was like mischievous ghosts there, like like kids being kids, being asshole yeah. little brats. Um, I don't know. This is the only one that's ever made the hair stand in my arm. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's just a little. Well, they hear footsteps at the top of the lighthouse. Yeah, it's, it's... but here's the thing. So I'm watching this program. There's supposedly footsteps at the top of this lighthouse. There's an automated light up there. Like our bathroom at the gym. You mm-hmm. walk in the bathroom, the light comes on. So when you go up these stairs, you get to a certain point, a light goes on. So you can see a shadow of some sort kind of leaning over the rail. And then go up a couple flights and lean over mm-hmm. the rail again. No light goes on. They go up to investigate on the show, not not here. They go up to investigate. They get to, before the first sighting, a light goes on. But I, I just, I don't know, man. I, 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 I have a lot of doubt in TV <sighs> these days. And I feel a lot of that's just fucking trickery. It, it very well may, may be, but it was enough to make me like, what yeah. the fuck? And I'm not one on horror <clears throat> movies who, who falls for the jump scare. Yeah. Uh, I just recently saw a horror movie that actually got got, got by the jump scare. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I looked around, like did anybody fucking see that? Someone's gonna tell somebody I got got. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, how do you know if they're being truthful? You don't know. I don't. So you... But, and they're probably taking the story and they're, they're, they're dramatizing it for their TV show. Yeah. Because the stories that I've researched said that they hear footsteps up right. there. Uh, I don't know. You just don't know. But, I mean, if they made you the hairs on your neck stand up, kudos to them because that's good television. You know? Yeah. And it's the only one that's ever done it. Yeah. So, they've done their job. So, apparently, the uh, keeper's house was rented for a time. A local man who crafted leather goods rented the property in the 1960s. He tells stories of walking up one, waking up one night and a small girl was standing by his bed. And, he, you know, you, you, you're trying to shake the sleep out of your eyes. You're blinking. You look, and she's gone. Um, in 1970s, after standing empty for years, the keeper's house burnt down under mysterious circumstances. It gutted the home. The only thing that's, that was untouched, really, was the basement. The building was slated to be demolished, and some organization raised money, stepped in, and decided to renovate the building because it was historic. During the renovation, both construction workers and volunteers from the uh, organization reported numerous unexplained incidents in the home. The basement was a particular area for the ghostly encounters. So they're only seeing stuff in the basement. That was the only part of the house that was untouched by the fire. Hmm. Uh, supposedly they're playful spirits and enjoy to play hide and seek, including uh, sometimes including unexpected pe- un- unsuspecting people. One night in the dark lighthouse tower, a lone staff member was closing up for the night. He heard a giggle at the top of the tower. Thinking that he had left someone at the top of the tower, he returned to the top find it empty. Now, they told this story during the program that I watched. Uh, As he began to head back down the tower, he heard the same giggles below him. He descended to the bottom. Once again, he found no one there. Uh, So, was it just the wind? or I I don't know. I I, I just... This one is just weird. This one's got you all fucked up. It, It... like I said, it's the only one that ever got me. So they've kind of embraced the ghostliness of this place, and they do uh, tours, ghost-themed private events. Uh, Yo, we should go up there, see what it's like. Down there. Down there. Up, down, left, right. It's south. Whatever. Says you. <laughs> uh... Another evening, a female guest on one of those ghost tours was standing on the first step of the metal lighthouse stair staircase. As she took her first step to uh, climb a tower, she found her shoelace was tied to the staircase. Okay. So I have a couple other things that, that happened at this lighthouse. If if you're interested in this lighthouse, there's it was on the episode of uh, Ghost Hunters. Uh, it was also on the program My Ghost Story, as well as the paranormal TV show Most Terrifying Places in America. The episode title for that was Relentless Dead. 
and it aired in the Travel Channel in 2018. Uh, let's see. This one is Scotland. Say fucking Scotland, mate. Flannan Isles Lighthouse. This is near the highest point on Ellen Moore, one of Flannan Isles in the outer Hebrides off the coast of Scotland. Hebrides? You said bridges. Did I? You did. Okay. There's no G in there. Hebride. I wouldn't have had to fucking say that. Hebride. If I was if I was Scott near the highest point on Island Mar. One of the Flannan Islands in the Outer Hebrides. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> now you all know where it is. <laughs> Did I get that? Off the west coast of Scotland? <laughs> you cunt. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, 75 feet high, 23 meters. Uh, the light is visible for 20 nautical miles. Uh, How the fuck did they know that? Uh, I guess they can measure that. Never mind. You're a lot smarter than I am. Uh, tracks were built to move supply. Oh, I think my penis oh, is this is the, the, uh, huh? this is the one. The one. And only. The yes. three, the three guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the one that, this is the one that started this episode. Right. Yeah. Okay. Where are we at? So this is actually on an island. Or a, a, a rock. It's not really an island. It's Fuck just a shitty little island. It's just a big rock in in. It's a fucking rock, mate. I don't know if it's in the ocean. It it's says a the, rock, lad. It says the moors. I don't know what the moors are. The moors. I thought that I was peat moss. <laughs> hey, watch the fucking mic, laddie. Um. So this place had three lighthouse keepers. You sound like Chuck. And. <laughs> <laughs> Is Chuck Scottish? No. He sounds like he could be. He's Dutchy. <sighs> and there was a fourth guy that, that that would rotate in and out to give one of these three guys a break every so often. My dick's getting worn out. You mind if we put the swinger in? Aye, <laughs> laddie, call him in. Oh, no, my asshole's getting worn the fuck out. You went from Scottish to Australian. I don't know. I just, whatever. So on December 15th, 1900, <laughs> a ship passed by and saw that the lighthouse wasn't lit. And I guess the weather was kind of shitty. And he <laughs> you re- don't say. He reported the, the outage. Uh, due to bad storms, it was not until de- December 26th they made it to the island. To check on the three men, they arrived to found no, and they found no flag on the flagstaff. Uh, usually, they would put uh, boxes for provisions and food and, and uh, barrels for oil for the lighthouse down by the docks. And there was a rail car that went down the the hill to uh, bring the stuff up. Well, the empty provision boxes weren't there to be replenished. They searched the entire island. They didn't find these three guys. And the rest of it didn't save. Oh, no. I was going to say, I thought I remember somewhere that they theorized that they got into a fight. Okay, okay, there's a bunch of theories for this one. The 
what what they think actually happened is there was damage to stuff that was pretty high on the island. They feel like a rogue wave hit the island and swept them away. That's what they think happened. But there's a couple other theories about what happened. I think, uh, you know, wasn't there, I don't know if we listed it on here, but I know for sure there was a, like a lighthouse where they had to walk down this sketchy ass fucking steps to get down the rock face and everything was boated into them with like a little a little canoe or like whatever you call like a small boat like that. Well, th- this lighthouse had a, um, when they built it, right here on, on, on the mainland there was... A um, a base or or dock that they would bring the provisions to to take over to the island. Uh-huh. The whole thing was invested by the by the Northern Lighthouse Board. Investigated by the Northern Lighthouse Board. Speculation scenario. Uh, bodies were never. There was no bodies ever found. Huh. Um. <laughs> people said like. Maybe a sea serpent came and got them. Uh, maybe they had arranged for a ship to take them away and go live new lives, abducted by foreign spies. Uh, a boat filled with ghosts. <clears throat> you know what? Maybe they just got into a drunken ba- brawl. Well, I'll fight you out of the fucking dock, you bastard, you. I, I I really think that the the rogue wave is the most reasonable explanation. Really, you don't think? No, that's possible. No. Knowing where we come from, the petty bullshit that goes on. Mm. Knowing back then that you could punch somebody in the fucking mouth and get away with it. Mm. How many times did you like to throw somebody off a fucking a lighthouse deck? I can't confirm or deny that ever happened. I don't know. It, this one was the of all of the ones that I, I researched. This one was the strangest. You know, three guys disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there's there's no no sign of them, no explanation for them disappearing. There was damage on the island. That's why they think the road wave right. road wave is the you, the most you, likely culprit. Right. Probably right. Um, and I watched a show that, that explained this and. They said how big the rogue wave would have to be, and it's pretty fucking big. I mean, you never know. Who and knows? It, they did they have jobs going down closer to the shore? Maybe they were just like, dude, let's go down and like try and catch some fish or something. Who knows? They could be, and they could have been taking the uh, provision boxes down. Yeah, and, and gotten taken. But the the problem was is there was damage to structures. Above there, yeah. So, I don't know. How do you explain that? I mean, how do you explain three people just disappearing in in the middle of the night? Dude, that's terrible. They're probably out doing their their jobs, and just some gigantic wave just. That's the most likely, but of course, people want to make it a ghost story, so it's a ghost story. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened to that uh, that ship with uh, George Clooney on it, right? That or that movie that he made or they made about. That, uh, you mean George Clooney disappeared? It was that uh, that fisherman ship up in uh, uh, North America 
I think it was George Clooney. Um, the fisherman ship in North America. Uh, in, in Northern America. Up in like I don't want to say Boston, but like Massachusetts somewhere. And uh, it was Mark Wahlberg, I think, uh, George Clooney, and somebody else. Yeah, never heard of it. Dude, it was like a super famous movie. No. You mean the Titanic? No. (laughs) Neither of those two people are in the Titanic. You sure? They went on a fishing expedition. They were commercial fishermen, and they got hit with a a rogue wave. White Squall? Yeah, it might have been it. Capsized their boat and they all died. All disappeared. Never saw it. Anyway. So, the fact is, there's lighthouses out there. They're old. There's a lot of stories attached to them. And people attach ghost stories to those stories. Whether they're true or not, I'll let someone else be the uh, the judge of that. The judge, Jerry, and executioner. I... I personally believe that there's a a logical explanation for everything that's happened with all these stories I believe a little bit to the uh, fringe side I know you do my snacks (laughs) so we took on ghosty lighthouses and you go take on the world you go take on the world This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hold on to that. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn, Millennials. Wow. (laughs) Did not know that. Even flirters who were obviously mentally ill. You want to be my wife? Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. 